right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Let's jump into this. I'm going to I'm gonna keep it real, as I always do. Uh, gang, I, I was not going to do a show today. I am not having the best of days. So I'm just kind of sitting here with Buddy, the Bubba, Papa. They're outside. And so I'm just kind of sitting here fucking around. I got YouTube, of course, on autoplay. And there were just some things that caught my attention. I was like, fuck it. Maybe I'll just count this as a personal therapy rant. But uh, before we jump into this shit that I heard on YouTube, which, by the way, wasn't from 500 years ago, right? Uh, let's start off with fucking Arizona. And when I say fucking Arizona, I mean the fucking United States. Gang, are we ready to stop fucking around? Are we ready to, to just straight up admit that this country doesn't give a fuck? How are we going to make voting more difficult in this fucking country and then sit here and and, and act like, you know, everyone's good, everyone's equal? It's not even close, Jack. Again, all these hyper-restrictive voting laws, and again, I got into it a little bit, and when I say a little bit, I mean a very little bit. Like, I had enough for like two tweets and I was done. Because when you sit there and you say, yo, this is some bullshit, I've seen all the hyper-conservative commentators say, you know, what, what are black people, you're saying black people are too stupid, you know, to to present an ID or whatever the fuck? No, go fuck yourself. That's got nothing to do with it. Because again, in typical hyper-conservative fashion, they just found solutions to problems that don't exist. Gang, there is nothing wrong with our voting system. Nothing. The exact same people who could not stop jerking off all over themselves four years ago because Trump was elected president. These are the exact same assholes who are complaining now. Well, guess what, fuckfaces? That voting system has not changed. Right? This isn't Mm, excuse me, Belch, hashtag unprofessional. Let me move my mic, shit. I'm in my bedroom right now because Buddy's asleep on my bed. You cannot have a blind dog three and a half feet off the ground. So I got to record in here. But back on topic, there, there was no problem with the voting system. This wasn't fucking 1814. Yeah, the voting system then was a little bit different. When your monkey ass had to walk five miles and put a tile in the bucket, yeah, yeah, if it was back then, yeah, I can, I can, or if we were using that system now, I can see your complaint. I really could. But that's exactly what we're not using. I'm telling, like I said before in other episodes, 
This is actually somewhat of a very mathematical and scientific fucking uh, process. And the exact same process that was used to bring us the orange asshole is the exact same system that got us Joe Biden. The only difference is you don't like the outcome. I mean, you want to talk about the ultimate example of spoiled fucking sore fucking loser. You lost. And again, you are also the exact same assholes who sit there and repeatedly tell everyone else to get over it. You're mad that Confederate statues are being taken down. You're mad that fucking, yeah, I don't have to drive down a Robert E. Lee fucking boulevard anymore. A near 50-year-old black dude from the fucking South. I know, I know, I know. It was so long ago. Well, it was so long ago that, again, my dad, before he could shave, was cutting black people down from trees. And not the stereotype. We weren't swinging from them. Not in that fashion. Because the exact same fuckers that you probably would have called patriots hung black people from their neck in the middle of the night and left them there until they were dead. And my dad cut them down. These are the exact same people, I bullshit you not, that you guys would have called patriots. You lost the fucking election, Jack. You did. And you're not creating a solution for a problem that doesn't exist. You're preemptively cheating. States that had never voted blue before now turned up blue. Counties that had never turned up blue before turned up blue. You want to know why? Because your grand exalted leader was an asshole. Right? And again, I know, right? Oh, well, you know, you know, you you know, Joe has fucking dimension. You know, you know, y'all are just mad because the orange man says bad things. No. We weren't mad that he said bad things. We were mad because he was a piece of shit person. What you are as a fucking person is what you are as a fucking professional. And it shows. Again, how many times do I have to quote my grandmother? When you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. Now the CFO of what? Trump Towers? His monkey ass is in hot water too. Right? What is it? Fake news? Even though he's like, what? The 30th person who was connected to Trump? To have to go before a judge? Right? Again, when are you guys, at what point are you guys going to admit that where there is smoke, maybe there's some fire? Again, oh, hold on. Buddy, don't do it. Don't do it, buddy. He's awake now. He's awake now. Couldn't have anything to do with my yelling, right? And buddy goes back down. Okay. <laughs> but again, Biden won. And again, I told you, uh, again, this time, three months from now, I will probably do an entire 30 minutes on all the things I don't like about Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden's my president. He's not my Lord and Savior. Again, you guys spent four years. Again, Trump could bust a nut in the middle of a press conference. He could take a shit live on TV. He could fucking uh, initiate a fucking insurrection. 
And no matter what he did, you guys had an excuse for it. And this is what you get. You, you, you want your grand exalted leader so bad that you guys are willing to cheat in broad fucking daylight. Because again, get over it. You can't change history. You can't change the past, right? That's what y'all keep telling me. Well, guess what, fuckface? If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. You can't change the past. And the past was only eight months ago. Trump lost that fucking election. Arizona, Georgia, Texas, all these fucking states are taking cruel measures to make voting unaccessible to a good portion. And when I say good portion, guess which portion I'm fucking talking about. In this country, we should be making it easier for people to live, and we're not. In this country, we should make it easier for people to make personal choices, and we're not. And now we should be making it easier in this country for people to vote. And instead, what did we do? We have made it infinitely more fucking difficult. Again, there's no fraud. There isn't. And I told you on other podcasts, they've already factored in fraud to the end of that mathematical equation. And you know what they said, especially in this case? Yeah, even if we factored that shit in and we doubled it, it's still not enough to change a vote either way. So Texas, Georgia, Arizona, and all the states I'm leaving out, again, we see what you're fucking doing, Jack. The gig is up. You are showing your fucking colors. And you know what? We don't like it. Like fuckface Ben Shapiro, except he was wrong. He was right in the first part, right? A certain side is going to push. The other side is going to push back. And the one side won't be ready for the repercussions. He's right about one thing. He's just right about the fucking repercussions, Jack. Again, I, I told a friend of this on Tuesday. The most dangerous person. No, this is not a threat. Go fuck yourself. You're trying to report me. The most dangerous person in the room is the one with nothing to lose. When you've got so much money, voting does not affect your pocketbook. And when I say so much money, I'm starting at the fucking middle class, Jack. I'm not even talking about the multimillionaires. But keep pushing. Right? You're like, oh, uh, you know what? Blacks and Mexicans and poor people, they just can't show an ID. You're trying to say that they're stupid. No, fuck face. We're trying to say they can't pay their bills. Right? It's restricting voting in such a way you're comfortable. You don't have to worry about it. They do. You're stripping them of everything. Don't act fucking shocked and surprised when everyone starts to fight back. And not just them, everyone who's on their fucking side. So again, Arizona, I can't believe you had the audacity to speak up. Fuck me, you're not even trying to hide your bigotry. Gang, we're going to move on to part two, the second fucking topic of today's fucking personal therapy session. And even if that's the way it goes down, Uncle Bobby sticks to the rules. Hold on, you know what time it is. 
Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Next up. Gang, I have told you the topic of porn to me is infinitely more interesting than the actual product. If you have not sat down and listened to a current or a former adult film actor or actress talk, you are missing greatness. Again, get that stereotype in your mind. Daddy issues, you know, serially raped, addicted to drugs. Yeah, that, that's what they'll put. They'll find the one who that's what happened. And more times than not, her, they'll put her front and center. And they'll, they'll promote that as porn. But here's the thing, gang. Yeah, that's not it. That, that, that's not it. Like uh, one of the guys who tried to convert me to Christianity years ago. He went to prison, right? That dude was running the streets and doing all kinds of shit. Guess who found Jesus while serving hard time, right? So much, in fact, that they called him Rev. I remember him telling me that. And said, yo, if you're going to do this, Rev, you got to do it, go all out. Well, apparently this fucker took their advice, right? He went all out on this bullshit. My point is, what if I found every fucking pastor who served time, who was a total miscreant, an asshole, a burden to their society, right? Found Jesus while serving hard time for five rapes and six murders. What if I put that out in front and said, that's Christianity? Boy, y'all would fucking shit on yourselves with disagreement, wouldn't you? But that's what they do to porn. Right? And so I was sitting there and I was listening to, and it was fucked up because the person picked one of my most favorite interviews. And that's with Brie Olson. Right? I know. And I was like, oh, Robert, who's Brie Olson? Shut the fuck up. Don't sit there and act like you don't know who Brie Olson is. Shut the fuck up. But they were doing an interview with Brie Olson. And the interviewer, I'm not going to lie, they were they were fair. They, they were kind of fair. She's done more than one of these. But the guy who was breaking down, you know, the interview, again, the reason why I got to talk about this, gang, is because I, I, I it's an interview I'm very familiar with. And when you're familiar with that kind of interview, you you can tell when someone has gone and Frankenstein edited the shit out of it. That's why I'm going to use this one, and I'm sure I'll use some other ones in, uh, coming up. But first, let me tell you what Bree said. Bree had absolutely no regrets with her career choice, right? She liked what she did. She made people happy, and so on and so forth, right? And if I'm not mistaken, Bree saved and invested. She's not broke. Let's just say that, right? But then the interviewer is like, would you suggest other women do porn? And it was one of the many times during this interview that she actually started to cry. And absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if you sit there and you listen versus just watching her cry, talking about, you know, her post-porn career, excuse me, everything she said negative was not about herself. It was, I want people to treat me the exact same way that they would treat a retired nurse who's been married for 20 years with 2.5 children. I want everyone to treat me 
like they would, you know, this person and that. Everything she said negative had nothing to do with Brie Olson. It had to do with you. Right? I told you, it wasn't too terribly long ago that fucking, um, it, uh, the, they did, a, I saw one of the statistics on porn. Again, this has been a very interesting topic for quite some time. Profits, gang, profits. When everything is said and done, when you've paid off everyone, that's your profit. That's your bottom line. Porn in one year, excuse me, made more money than the NFL, Major League Baseball, and NBA combined. It was in the billions of fucking dollars, Jack. Those numbers suggest that everyone is watching it, but no one is admitting it. Every time Brie launched a fucking complaint, it had nothing to do with Brie. It had everything to do with how everyone else treated her. And one thing that she said, not the Frankenstein edited portion of this interview, was this is what everyone does. And she's right. Everyone has sex. Or at least the majority of us do. Right? And yeah, it's a performance. Just in case you aren't aware. It's a total performance. Do you guys really think fucking Tom Cruise can beat up a room full of people, not break a fucking sweat, and his hair doesn't move? My dick is bigger than fucking Tom Cruise and is infinitely more physically fearsome. But no one sits there and is like, oh, Tom Cruise can totally kick everyone's ass. No. Again, Asa Akira, I, I've heard them all say it. This is a performance. If you And again, I, it, I'm going to say these names and you're all going to sit here and act like you don't know who I'm talking about. Please go shut the fuck up and go watch some porn. But I remember Bridget B. She, she did an interview with Holly Randall. If you haven't checked that podcast, do it. If for no other reason, go learn. But she's a very dramatic person anyway. <clears throat> she actually takes acting classes. She has a life outside of porn. And I remember she's like, this is theater, right? Again, if you don't, if you, if you know in advance that Qui-Gon Jinn does not actually exist, there isn't a band of fucking undefeatable, fuck, did I say undefeatable? Unbeatable fucking virgins who fight with laser swords and can choke you from across the room without touching you. It's a performance. It's an act, just like porn is. Right? Did you ever see fucking Ewan McGregor when it was time to uh, pick their lightsabers? During uh, the the cast, not the casting call, uh, the rehearsals? Oh, man, he picked it up and he was like, like making all the lightsaber noises. It's fun, but no, at no time did you and ever think I'm actually Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Do they bust a nut? Do they have fun on set? I'm quite sure they do. But at the end of the day, it's a performance, right? But again, back on fucking topic, kind of. <laughs> Every time she made a complaint. It had nothing to do with her. It had everything to do with everyone else. Again, this is in an industry that makes billions before the internet really took off. 
It was making billions, which again, everyone is using it. No one's admitting it. But yet we demonize these people. Right? And she, I remember her saying, she can't work with kids. Everyone will find out that we've seen your tits. We've watched you take two dicks in your ass at one time, which has got nothing. And I know some of them are like, oh, you sure shut the fuck up. Right? It's got nothing to do with her character. Absolutely nothing. Right? If you were to just judge me on stereotypes, I'm a former football player. You shouldn't let me around your kids. You shouldn't let me watch your dogs. When in fact, again, what? And one of the best pieces of advice I ever got from General James Patton, defensive tackle, University of Texas, All-American, drafted by the fucking uh, Buffalo Bills. It was Patton who told me, there's a difference between your friends and your fans, right? Who you are on the field isn't necessarily who you are in real life. Gang, I loved picking quarterbacks up and dunking them on their fucking neck. And if you just judged me based on that, I'm the most violent person in the room. When in fact, when you take my helmet off, I'm nothing of the sort. I I will fight if it means defending myself or someone I care about, right? If I'm out with uh, Simon, I'm out with Dr. Dre, some dude fucking pushes up on Dr. Dre, tries to get a little bit handsy, Simon doesn't have to do shit, Jack. Dr. Dre's going home safe that night. Someone's going to the fucking hospital, and it's not going to be me. I fight when I have to, right? If you just base me off of what Michael Vick did, you will totally miss the fact that just last Friday, a fucking Q-tip with four feet the size of my foot would have died in my fucking front yard, but instead I adopted him. Right? You can judge me based on what I did on camera, or you can judge me based on who I actually am. You can judge Brie Olson on what she did on camera, or you can judge who she is as a person. And I'm trying to remember, I want to say it's even Jean Valjean, but it's a male performer. Man, this is kind of an unusual topic, isn't it? I should talk when I'm depressed more often. I think his name is actually Jean Valjean. Guy's got a dick down to his fucking kneecaps, Jack, and all he does is split pussy in five different spots. It's crazy. You know what this guy actually is? An insanely accomplished chef. Yeah, he is. Excuse me. Hashtag unprofessional. I belch. Ah, Potato salad belch. That's fucking gross. Good going down, not good coming back up. I just found this out because I was listening to Holly Randall last night. Jean Valjean is such a good chef. Not cook. He's a chef. He, I can't remember how far he made it. What's that show? Uh, Master Chef. Of course, using his real name. And guess who got cut? Not because he served medium rare fucking chicken. Not because his dishes were fucking awful. Not because he had no knife skills or kitchen discipline. Not because he couldn't run a kitchen like fucking a pimp. No. He got cut because they did more background on him. And they found out he did porn. Which again, if you want the world's greatest be Wellington, Apparently, you call this guy. 
Also, if you want some great dick, you call this guy. Well, guess what, gang? His cooking skills had nothing to do with his sexual abilities, and his sexual abilities had nothing to do with his cooking. But because this country that demonizes sex, though enjoying it at the same time, demonizes fucking sex workers, Jack. I know sex workers, and it's got nothing to do. I know some of them from my self-defense life, but I know sex workers, be it strippers. I, I know ladies who do house calls. And whenever, guess what? They will sit down and have the greatest conversations with you. I still call several of them friends. And you know what? We've never had sex. What you do for a living is not necessarily who you are as a person. And we judge these sex workers. Man, one of my favorite, and she squeezed this one in. I said squeeze one in. Hashtag insert sex joke there. One of my favorite ones, I think it was called Aroused. Was it Aroused? I'm trying to remember. But it was a documentary, and this person set the documentary up phenomenally, right? And the, she got all these porn stars dressed up, two hours of hair and makeup and wardrobe. And the setup was, we're just going to take a whole bunch of, you know, risque pictures. And during, you know, the photos, she's taking pictures and she's asking questions and she's totally setting them up. And about halfway through all the questions, because all the questions, of course, would bring out kind of their kinky side, their their actress side, you know, cinnamon sticks, right? You know, windy double Ds or whatever the fuck. And then she'd be like, okay. And she's halfway through the picture, like, tell me about you, right? Like, oh, I'll take on 12 dicks, 17 of them in my mouth, 15 in my fucking cut. You can fuck my ass with the fucking manhole cover. I'm your whore. I'm your slut. Oh, you can get it. It's like, no, 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 no. Not, not cinnamon sixth. You, Lisa Johnson, tell me about you. Gang, every single last one of those women cried. It's like, wait, you want to know about me? You're like, yeah, you. And then you find out she's a Harvard grad. She's Mensa. She actually has a valid license to uh, practice uh, nursing, but she can't find a fucking job. It's like, well, why do you do this? Like, I like it. This is a choice. I, I don't do drugs. My dad and my uncles didn't gang rape me. I made the conscious decision to do porn because I like doing this. This is work. It's work that I enjoy. And then you sit there and you listen. And you're like, yo, these are actual people. And they all said the exact same thing, gang. They all said the exact same thing. And it was pretty much, I'm not ashamed of what I do. I'm not. And you sit there and they're talking about like their fan mail and shit like that. And it's like, yo, you really helped me with X, Y, and Z. And I know, I know, I know, y'all know, y'all don't know who this is, but Alexis Fawn. Apparently she has a metabolism like I do. I have to, it is a conscious effort, con conscious effort to keep the size that I have. At 48, 49 years, I can never remember how fucking old I am. At my age, I still have a fucking metabolism like a furnace. Alexis Fawn has a very nice physique and she works at it. One of her fans, a woman, 
It's like watching your films motivated me. This lady lost over 100 pounds, Jack. So again, it's like, again, please continue to judge these people simply based on what they do and completely ignore who they are. Again, all the while, right? Again, these ladies, these men would be fucking rich if it wasn't for the fucking tube sites and all the free porn. And before you say they get what they deserve, if you worked your ass off for a medical license and you're making good money, a law license or anything else, and 75% of your work you don't get to charge for because some asshole decided I got a great way to exploit this. Right? Again, the, they're, again, her, Lisa Ann, I'm thinking about all the interviews I've ever heard. Not a nary one of these people actually regret what they do. But when they get sad, they never say me. They say you. Right? It's like, yo, I made the conscious decision to become an adult performer. I have zero problems calling myself a sex worker. What I do have a problem is how everyone else fucking treats me. All right, gang, that was kind of uplifting, but I'm looking at the clock. I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark on a day that I didn't think I was going to fucking record. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up. This delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth, yeah. Gin and Truth. can't believe I'm actually recording today. Today sucks. But like I said, I'm using this as fucking therapy. <laughs> but um, we were talking about fucking. We were talking about porn. And to kind of wrap this portion up, gang, before I give you my motherfucking solutions, I'm thinking about also all the interviews and shit that I've seen to where, you know, they, again, they, I can, I'm trying to remember all the names. Like, the, the most recent one, of course, is Mia Khalifa. I know, no, no, she, shut the fuck up. You know who Mia Khalifa is. But, you know, they, it's, you got to fit the narrative, right? And, and sex is bad. Porn is bad. And I do not doubt Mia's story one ounce. I don't know her. I, I don't know what actually happened, right? But she she definitely fits what mainstream America wants, or at least the, the portion of America that wants to sit here and demonize and damn near criminalize porn. She's young. She's very good looking. She has this incredibly sad story. Right? And yeah, she 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 fits the bill. Again, I remember listening to an interview with Carter Cruz on uh, Holly Randall's joint. And she said pretty much what I've been saying about football players since fucking forever. Right, it's like no. And again, did Mia have a bad time in the adult industry? I, she wasn't there to judge. But it's like you know, funny. No, it's not. And she named her and like five, six, twenty other girls and boys who do adult uh, films. And it's like you ever notice how they don't put the cameras in our faces? It's like I had a great time. 
This is exactly what I'm uh, Kendra Sutherland, I think. Uh, another interview. <clears throat> she said she was born to do porn. And yet her family knows. Her mom and dad say that they're very proud of her. That she can take five dicks in her ass? No, not necessarily. But she's doing what she's doing. That's true to her. And she apparently she's successful enough. I'm not familiar with her. And she said, I make good money. And her parents are like, yo, you're so generous. And I'm quite sure when she donates or does whatever, the last thing her dad is thinking about is, I wonder how many loads my daughter took on her face today. No. He's proud of her, the person. Right? Again, it's what I've been saying about football players. Please continue to judge us on the Lawrence Taylors. Please continue to judge us on the Aaron Hernandez's, the Ray Carews, right? Across the board, Pete Rose, baseball, right? Please continue to judge us on all the negative stories. But here's the thing, gang. Usually when you hear about the good shit, when do you hear it? Thanksgiving, right? Christmas, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I got a, I got a little newsflash for you guys. Athletes do good shit more than just like once a month, right? So again, it's all about who they put up front. And I want to go back to Bree before I move on to the other topic. Please go and watch that interview. She's done several like this. Listen to all of Bree's complaints. None of them have to do with what she did for a living. It is all how people react to what she did for a living. Right? Again, I've heard her say it. I mean, one of the last interviews I heard was with Kelly Devine. And it's like, because Kelly tried to go back to school, college, right? And you'd be surprised on how much you can't even go to fucking college. Right? It's like she had no beef with what she did. It's everyone else. And I remember she was saying the fucked up portion. It's like every every, every guy who kicked me out of his class, she, he jerked off to me. I guarantee it. And you know what? She's right. Hashtag she's kind of hot. Got a little cushion there. You know Uncle Bobby likes that. Can't fuck around with skinny girls. Right? If you don't look like you can fucking make cream gravy from scratch. That's so good. It can stand alone as a meal. Uncle Bobby's not fucking with you. Yeah, you like I they've all jerked to me. But they all sit there and stand in judgment. I just finished talking about porn for almost 20 minutes. I can easily go for two more hours. We're gonna switch up gears. You know how we do it in the show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Next one up. I, I don't know whether to say fuck face Bill Cosby or fuck face state of Pennsylvania. I'm not even going to spend that much time on this one, gang, because this one's too easy. Bill Cosby got off on a technicality. They, they, they didn't even say, excuse me, hashtag unprofessional. Never eat potato salad before you do a show. I got to write that down. That may be a new hashtag. No potato salad. They never said Bill Cosby 
You're not guilty. You beat the rap. The DNA evidence came back and you're totally exonerated. That's not what it said. Gang, Bill Cosby was let out basically on a handshake. Cash on the barrel head. A wink, wink, a nod, nod. And I'm not even going to talk about that. Bill Cosby is a serial rapist. Infinitely more importantly than anything, he raped, what, three dozen women? And those are just the ones that came forward. He used his power to sexually abuse women. Bill Cosby's an asshole. But way down the line, Bill Cosby let us all down. He was America's dad, wasn't he? He was phenomenal. My parents went and saw him in Vegas once. I remember my mom saying the best part about Bill Cosby, it was the Bill Cosby himself. Look it up on YouTube. Right? It it, it was crazy. Bill Cosby sat in a chair in a brown suit and a black tie and just sat there. And he talked to the audience like they were his children. And it was fucking hilarious. But you know what my mom said she loved most about the concert? He never cussed. He didn't. He said it. He said one word. And there was a joke about, you know, well, drugs bring out, you know, just intensifies who you really are. And the punchline was, what if you're an asshole? And it was funny because Bill never cussed. What? (laughs) Right? But gang, you know, yeah, this isn't even really fuckface Bill Cosby. This is fuckface state of Pennsylvania. Do you have any idea what you have done? Right? Do you have any idea how hard it is now for women? It's already hard as shit. Trust me, I know. You have no idea. And if you do, apparently you don't give a shit. How many times? Not just me. Every self-defense teacher. Every family attorney. Every judge that knows what to... You know how many times we've had to hear, was it my fault? And then you sit there and you're trying to be strong for the person in front of you as you explain that, no, this wasn't your fucking fault. You, you, you've made it so much harder for people to come after this and say, I've been raped. I mean, again, when Philando Castile was murdered, we all felt bad. But no one, unless you're fucking Fox News, questioned Philando Castile. You know what I mean? That That's not how it works. Rape is unique, and that is probably the one crime where it is not unusual that we question the motives of the fucking victim, Jack. Right? Well, what were you doing in his hotel room at 2 o'clock in the morning? Right? Mm, someone saw you kiss him at the bar. I mean, you do have pretty big breasts. I mean, how do you not get... This is exactly what fucking Pennsylvania... Is fucking pushing. You you have made it so again. The best part about me too and stuff like that, yeah, all the women who have come forward and all the women who have said, Why are you saying it now? Because they can. Even if it was 30 years old, right? Your your voice deserved to be heard. You're just as valid being hurt today as you were in 1985 when it happened. But no one would fucking support you. So you suppressed it. 
for lack of a better term, you swallowed it and you held it down until 500 women before you took an ass whooping. And now you're 501. And now you feel like you can say it. You should say it. And you should be supported. But here's the thing, gang. It's the women in the Me Too movement who don't have fucking valid uh, charges. For, and it only takes one. I hope y'all don't hang up on me when I say this, but I got to keep it real. It's the one out of every 500 that makes the 500 after them. It makes their job that much harder. No matter how legit those complaints are, it's going to be that one, like the Mia Khalifas, right? They always put Mia out in front to say that porn is bad. But for everyone Mia Khalifa, there's 59 performers are like, this is exactly what I wanted to do with my life. I have zero regrets. Again, you guys are assholes, but I don't regret what I did. I don't. Right? It's that, again, it's not the 500 charges that are legit. It's the five that aren't, and that's what gets put forward. That is exactly what the state of Pennsylvania pretty much did. It was like, yo, look how much evidence we have. We banged the gavel and said that you are guilty. Oops, our bad. Go ahead, go home. Go home to your multi-million dollar house. You'll be just fine. Our fault, right? Imagine if you're the rape survivor who just got raped last night in the state of Pennsylvania. How, how, it's already hard to come forward. Again, I see this all the time. It's a good portion of my fucking job. These stories are legit. But again, rape is unique because it is probably the one crime where we question the victim's motives. Right? You know, those pants were kind of tight. I mean, look out, look at your skirt. Look at your skirt. You don't think you were bringing it on just a little bit, Susie? You're fucked in the head if you say that out loud, even if you fucking think it. The only thing you should think is, God damn, how can we make this right? And Pennsylvania has just made it so much harder. You Again, I'm not going to get to the ins and the outs of the Bill Cosby case. Bill Cosby is a fucking serial rapist, and it's not my opinion. Pennsylvania banged the gavel and said, you are a rapist. Gang, if I got arrested for having fucking suspended licenses and $1,700 worth of unpaid parking tickets, I would spend more more time in jail for that than Bill Cosby did for raping girls. That's just not okay, gang. That's not okay. So, again, I'm not even going to say it's kind of like Bill Clinton. They're like, well, he lied. It's like, "Uh, yeah, that's protocol, Jack. He's got a wife. You're supposed to lie when you cheat on your wife. Right. If you're in jail, you want to get out of jail. You're an asshole, Bill Cosby. This is on the state of Pennsylvania. Right. You honored a handshake. A wink, wink, nod, nod behind the fucking barn door. You took again. These are just the women that we know of. You officially took 30 women. You lined them up and you slapped every single last one of them across the face. And. Every woman after that. You've just made it that much harder. For her to come forward with her actual story. Go fuck yourself, Pennsylvania. All right, gang, we're in the home stretch.
writing some shit down. You guys know how we go on home stretch. You more importantly, you know how we switch gears. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. I can't believe I'm doing a fucking show today. So, gang, one more on the YouTube autoplay. <clears throat> and it was another fuck-faced Christian apologist. And this asshole was talking about, um, fuck me, Caitlyn Jenner. And again, it's kind of like the Mia Khalifa shit. It's who do they want to put out in front? Now, in the beginning, like everyone else, I was a big fan of Caitlyn, right? Live your truth. Way to go. And my critique has got nothing to do with her being trans. My critique is her being a fucking asshole. And my other critique is just apologists putting that shit out front, just like the fucking pastor I talked about yesterday, right? How do we talk to trans people? Uh, hey, fuckface. Like people, right? And apparently, Caitlyn Fuckface Jenner, who I'm sure is just sucking up because she's trying to get votes to become the governor of California, she did a brief interview talking about her struggles with being trans, not because of societal acceptance, but because of God. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, she started crying. And how am I going to present myself to the Lord? And all this other shit. And gang, I don't know if that crazy bastard believes a word of that. But again, this is what they're going to put out front. Right? Again, God doesn't want you to be trans. Again, all her struggles with her religious beliefs. And wanting to be a trans person. Again, it's like the Trinity. When you talk to a pastor, yeah, it's the most complicated shit ever. When you talk to Uncle Bobby, I'll break it down in five seconds. Again, they've been doing it for 500 years. Hey, Uncle Bobby, why is it complicated? It's not. It's just fucking stupid and illogical. Again, 10% of your income, I hit you up on the Venmo. You can pay me that away, right? Yeah, I, again, I'm not trans. I don't have their insight. But I can guarantee you the overwhelming majority of those kind of struggles would just simply melt away if you didn't believe that there's a man in the sky who can make a donkey talk, who flooded the world, and could not think of a way to solve a problem that apparently he created without murdering his own son, who apparently is also himself, and together they make a Holy Ghost. But he's actually not his son. His son is actually not himself. And together they don't make a Holy Ghost. Go fuck yourself. Tell me all that in here that makes sense. So again, when your worldview does not align with reality, things tend to be more fucked up. Again, I am not trans. But if you could unpeel that layer of bullshittery, of intellectual buttfuckery, I think your path would be just a little bit easier. But again, this is who the Christians are going to put forth. Again, I severely doubt. Because again, Caitlyn Jenner's rich. That bitch has got expendable income. How much therapy do you think she gets? Right? To make sure her head is in the right spot. She doesn't have to go to Goodwill and get some raggedy ass dress. That bitch can get them custom made. Everything about at least that portion of her transition is smooth, Jack. 
So, oh, if again, all she has to do is go on some Christian fucking network and be like, oh, I struggled because God doesn't want this and I know I'm going to present myself in heaven. Hey, Caitlin, where's heaven? Where's your God? Right? Again, she will get to go to a therapist who literally charges $500 a fucking second. And she will be able to talk this shit out. But the kid who is struggling, right? Do I live as a trans person or do I not live at all? This is what this kid is struggling with. And this is who they're going to put forth, gang. Again, I will always throw a punch for my trans brothers and sisters. Again, Christians on, like I told you, Joseph motherfucking Nola. We do not agree on if there is a God or not. And I've already told you, I don't give a fuck about how he believes in a God. You want to know why? Because if Joseph motherfucking Nola was on the show with me, I bet you dollars to donuts he would say, be trans, be happy. I've seen that fucker make tweets and say, you are not a problem that needs to be solved. My sister, Lady L, I already told y'all, if she was on this show, you wouldn't hear my voice. That is a fast-talking New Yorker who only keeps it real. And she's a Christian. I've been to her church, and you know what? Her church is fucking fantastic. They, they, they accept gay people as they are, lesbians as they are, trans people as they are. My sister Lady L, guess what, gang? She thinks trans people are good to go. But unfortunately, she doesn't have the same microphone that these fucking Christian pastors do. And every single last one of them will now get a hold of fuckface Caitlyn Jenner and put that shit out front. Just like the porn industry puts Mia Khalifa out front. Again, gang, this is not okay. This is just quite simply put, not okay. Again, Caitlyn gets to put on her act. And then she will go to her therapist and talk this shit out. But again, what we won't see and what we will not hear about is that kid who's struggling with their fucking gender identity. And they're sitting there on the lip. What do I do? And I told y'all before, with my own personal experience with mental health, that's why I trashed SJ Fuckface Thomason. When you're in the depth of this shit, you don't know what's going to rise to the top. And if I would have taken two extra seconds to go to my knees and pray versus pick up a phone and call an actual physician, I really wonder would I still be here. When those trans teens closeted as fuck are wondering again, do I live as trans or do I not live at all? They don't got the seconds to spare, Jack. They just don't. So Caitlin just made every fucking trans person's life just a little bit harder. And every single last pastor, fuck you for capitalizing off of that. Gang, thanks for listening. This was a hell of a lot better than just sitting, staring at a fucking ceiling. Well, Uncle Bobby gave you a handful of motherfucking problems. And Uncle Bobby never leaves y'all hanging. So Uncle Bobby's going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, Arizona, shut the fuck up. Again, you you have just ratified hatred and fucking racism, Jack. Again, you aren't even trying to hide it. Again, here, here, here this is the tip, the new Trumplican fucking party. Let's come up with solutions 
for problems that currently don't fucking exist. Oh, hold on. I fucked that up. Right? You, you, you guys made voting harder when all we should be doing in this world is finding a way to make life easier. Next one up, people who jerk off to porn but still won't admit it. Shut the fuck up. Women like Brie and Lisa and Kel, all these actresses that I've heard tell their story, fuck you. The problem is not them. The problem is you. What they do on camera has got nothing to do with who they are as a person. And you trash them for it all the while consuming the product. You are fucking hypocrites. Next one up, the state of Pennsylvania. Shut the fuck up. Again, you have fucking made rape survivors' lives just a little bit harder. It, but you, you have delegitimized every future rape survivor by saying, rape, that's eh, only worth the hockey season. Right? We'll slap you on the wrist. We'll let you go home. It's okay. You have no idea the damage you've done. Lastly, but not leastly, pastors, Caitlin uh, Jenner, fuck faces, all of you who are fucking capitalizing off of this bullshit, shut the fuck up. There is nothing wrong with being trans. You be you. Do not listen to Caitlin. Do not listen to the Christians who do not support you. And again, I'm not here to take your God away. But if your God does not make you happy and whole, fuck your God. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. Thanks for listening. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. And truth. Let's go. Thank you.